I feel like I'm so out of shape for podcasting, like just sitting down and watching the TV show. Yeah. I was like, this is hard. <laughs> yeah, I was too. I was taking notes. I'm like, how did I used to do this? Like, what was yeah. my system? <laughs> I did the same. I could try and go back. I was like, what did I write down? What did I, yeah. what was I thinking about? But yeah. I was like, <sighs> okay, let me do the intro real quick. Okay. I remember what it even said. <laughs> Welcome to Act Four of Lava Wem. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> everyone welcome back to salt and burn this season two uh my name is sammy i'm valerie and oh my god it's been a few weeks and <laughs> oh i don't remember what i'm doing anymore so <laughs> it's like aren't you supposed to say something else there sammy <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay i have a crazy story to tell you that i have been saving for this like i've <laughs> have I been like making you put things off I'm so sorry <laughs> no no this is just like I've been telling like a bunch of people the story I was like I can't tell Valerie yet because I need to get like a live reaction oh my gosh okay here we go okay so a couple weeks ago I had a friend of mine in town like visiting um yep. she lives in Texas now but I met her in Oklahoma a long time ago we used to work at Starbucks together hi Sarah <laughs> so <laughs> This is like day three or four uh, while she was there because she was staying with me. And I had been working all day in the office and she had been walking around all day, you know, doing things. New York things. Yes. Yep. So then we met up after work. Neither of us were really hungry yet, you know, so we kept walking around, took her to Bryant Park. Um, nice. You know, just to show her one of my favorite parks in the city and the library. And you could see the Empire State Building, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, it's a beautiful area. Yes. Uh, so we sat uh, relaxed because it was a hot day that day um, and about to rain. You could kind of feel it and see it in the sky. Yeah. So finally, after a while, we're like, OK, I think we're ready to eat. There's a restaurant that's like a 10 or 15 minute walk away that I've been wanting to try. Let's let's go check it out. Um, and we were like a less than a block away because it was on 39th and 9th and we were on 38th and 9th or something like that. Uh, we go to cross the street and I step on something. I feel it move. I hear a squeaky squeak <gasps> and I feel a little pinch. And I screamed like a little girl. I was like, what? <laughs> Did you step on a rat? I stepped on a fucking rat. <laughs> Your New York experience is complete. And he oh. bit me. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> that is a New York City rat with an attitude. <laughs> Are you okay? Like, I'm did fine. you? You didn't have to get like a rabies shot or anything? No, I did go to the urgent care because, um, you know, I called Michael and I was just like, oh my God, you are never going to believe what just happened to me. And he's just like, oh my God, go to urgent care right now. They've got carry diseases, you know, just like terrified. And so, you know, dinner plans were scrapped and went off to an urgent care. It was closed. Um, the, the, the closest one that was still open was like on 57th Street. So went there, 
uh, waited a while, got a tetanus shot and some antibiotics just in case. But the Jeez. doctor did say that rats generally don't carry rabies. So, like yeah. small mammals, they don't, they're not really rabies carriers, thankfully. But I was just like, oh man. Were you wearing flip flops? Uh, yeah, I was wearing some sort of sandals. Oh my God, Sammy. <laughs> a that there was a rat who was just sitting there and you stepped on him i know <laughs> and b he's like bitch and bites you i know i fucked that rat's day up and then he in turn fucked my night up oh, so the next like youtube video we're gonna see is not the pizza rat or the chain smoking cigarette rat it's gonna be like the toe biting rat <laughs> right oh my god I'm glad you're okay. And that's, <laughs> that's totally fine. It didn't really I, hurt. It was just like a pinch, you know? It was just like, I definitely he did something. And I looked down and my little toe was bleeding. And did, Sarah was just like, oh, first she was just cracking up at me. You know, she's like, what oh just my happened? Because <laughs> I'm sure my reaction to stepping on the rat was just like, <laughs> <laughs> the big girly girl that you are. That Because <laughs> no. I'm not, I'm not really afraid of like rodents or anything. I don't mind them. But, you know, unexpectedly stepping on one, that's a whole nother matter, you know? Oh, my gosh. Needless oh, to say, I... we did not uh, get to go to that restaurant that night. It was <laughs> that was going to be my next question. So is, we did you get a to... pizza. We ordered a pizza in, in, uh, in tribute to the rat. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, you know, nothing beats a New York pizza. So that's mm -hmm. amazing. Well, that's right up there with, um, you know, I broke two toes. By tripping oh, over yeah. my score. Oh my god, our feet, our poor feet. <laughs> I know. Right? You're like, how's it going? I'm like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I tripped over my score. I literally, I never leave my score on the floor because of that reason. And I left <laughs> my score on the floor, and I kicked it, and I broke. Snap, two toes right there. Oh god. For non-theater people, the score is basically the the script, if you will, of an opera, but your score is always like three times larger absolutely super meaty than everybody <laughs> yes. else's because you add in all these things and all the notes all the paperwork yeah. that all the crews need yeah it's, it's like what a four inch binder that's completely yeah, you, full <laughs> yep yep between three and four inches yep three is what we try to keep it to if it starts getting bigger than that you're like no oh, <laughs> yeah. it's too big but yeah and it and they don't move by the way when you kick them they, they, they're, they don't move immovable. Um, in fact, when I told the conductor, cause he asked me why I was limping yeah. and I said, I kicked the score and he said on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no. And he said, cause I did. <laughs> Season two, episode one in my time of dying. Dean, you gotta hold on. After the crash, Dean's spirit wanders the hospital corridors as his comatose body hovers at the brink of death, and a reaper tries to lure him into eternity. Written by Eric Kripke and directed by Kim Manners. I just wanna point out that um, I love Kim Manners' directing of this episode, because he directed the previous one, mm -hmm. uh, the, you know, the season conclusion of season mm -hmm. one. And he directed this one. And I feel yeah. like there was a leap that he made that it just transitioned like Supernatural into the next level 
of like yeah. filmmaking, storytelling yeah. and filmmaking. And yeah. so yay, Kim Manners. I love yes. Oh, also, so this one had a commentary to it. Yay. It's been so long <gasps> since I've gotten to listen to a commentary. I can't um, wait to tell to hear about your commentary. <laughs> oh my god. So this one had Jansen, Jared, Kim, <gasps> and uh Cyrus, who was some sort of producer and it wasn't just like jensen and jared like slapping each other around no there was very little of it there was actually i think having the two you know two uh grown-ups um, grown-ups <laughs> <laughs> in the room <sighs> kind of reined them in i mean there was definitely some some jabby jabs but but you could yeah. also kind of tell that they were more comfortable because right. the first time they did it it was the fourth episode of season one so they were still and they didn't of, even they're like we don't know if this is going to get picked up for another exactly, year exactly exactly yeah. so they were more serious about it they were more comfortable talking about arcs and camera shots and things like that so it was enjoyable to, to listen to I, I thought that the acting in this episode was also a, a step up from what they've yeah. done mm-hmm. um just uh and i i mean i was so impressed with uh jensen ackles just his micro expressions it like yeah. it really told a story in those moments and i was like yeah this is this is really not just a a monster of the week show anymore mm-hmm. you know this is really grabbing you in in the depth of character um involvement okay so we open up with the same scene as the ending of season one because that was major yeah. cliffhanger car getting completely totaled by a semi truck yes with the boys and dad inside of it and some guy with demon eyes inside of the truck right i love that they had bad moon rising playing by ccr that was 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 the song that was playing in the because now oh yes season two now it's officially playing the real music so yes sadly (laughs) i don't have any more like haha in the dvd (laughs) the song is this but i can't complain about that now that's true that's true so wow thanks a lot netflix now i have nothing to complain about when it comes to audio Um, but yeah, Bad Moon Rising, I grew up listening to, to CCR, so I mm-hmm. was thrilled. I was thrilled to have that. And it's a perfect, it's the perfect song for that. Yeah. And of course, the title of the show, uh, In My Time of Dying, is a, is a Led Zeppelin song. It's like a 12-minute long death <laughs> song, and Led dying songs ballad. <laughs> I know, with this one, long. I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but it's perfect. It's perfect mm-hmm. for the emotional arc that happens in this episode. So, yeah. And plus yeah. it's Led Zeppelin, which Dean loves. So. Mm-hmm. And they've moved away from the one word, a very obvious titles. Now there's a little yeah. bit more creativity to it, which is nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it picks up with, with where the car crash ended with mm-hmm. the, you see the, you see the boys, everyone is either dead or unconscious in the car mm-hmm. you don't know what yeah. um the the demon truck driver gets out of his truck walks over to the uh the impala mm-hmm. and tears the door off mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and that's when we see that sam is actually alive he's mm-hmm. got the the cult that he's cocked and now aiming at the demon and i guess the truck driver is like he tries to play it like oh you're not going to waste a bullet on me because, mm-hmm. you know, you're saving it for somebody else. And Sam's like, you know, try me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there's something about the way Dean says it, uh, that the demon's like, he's not messing around. Yeah. And demon blows out of the truck driver's body, that big demon, black smoke thing. Yes. 
yes. and blows out. What's really cool though is that it doesn't just like vaporize; it like hangs over the car uh-huh. for a minute. Yeah. Like, like I'm still gonna be around, you know, uh-huh. and then uh-huh. and then it kind of disappears. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so now we've got uh, solid demon smoke. Like this is now yes. the thing. Demon this possession, the demon smoke. I would say. Yeah. Um, besides, like later on, they refine it a little bit just with CGI. But no, this is this is what the demon form is now from forever from here on it yeah yes so it was a kid it was either kim or cyrus i was having a hard time telling which one was which in the commentary but they were like this guy is not the same guy as the end of season one it's a different truck driver a different truck driver yeah (laughs) Yeah. oh and you would only notice that if you went from like immediately from the end right to the beat to this one yes i we didn't because we took a hiatus and so i was like could have been yeah, I totally d- didn't tell until he says something. And yeah. Sam was also, uh, Jared was also like, it is really hard to cock the hammer of that gun with one hand. With one hand. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he was like, this is not like a mass produced kind of gun <laughs> like, or anything. This is a cult <laughs> yeah. revolver. Yeah. Where you have to... It's like, yeah. especially since he was like half, un- you know, acting half unconscious in the car, he had this prosthetic over his eye that kept like, oh, that's right. It looked like he got punched into his in the eye. face. Yeah. So he's just like, this was this this is so really hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But the cool thing about that moment is it's a little reversal of, of the brothers. Like mm-hmm. now Dean's in trouble and Sam is stepping up to be yeah. the hero. Like he's going to save his family no matter what. Yeah, because Dean can't. I mean, he's unconscious or dead in the back right, of the car. Right. Yeah, Sam, Sam's the only one that's awake, and yeah. also the truck driver. Now that the demon is gone, he's come to. And oh, that like, poor guy! I know. Could you imagine? He's like, like did it, I do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he is. Like, I mean, he's devastated. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's devastated by this. And so clearly, not an evil guy. He was possessed by a demon. Yes, you know to do this the next scene is well after like sam is yelling dean's name trying to wake him up he's not waking up the next scene is is daylight so they've been sitting there all night waiting for a chopper to come pick them up they get strapped into the the where are they gurneys gurneys yeah yeah clearly i mean the emts have been there because like dean's got bandages on now they've got their neck collars on Uh but dean's still not responding dad's uh-uh. still not responding and sam's like you know just tell me are they alive yeah and no one says anything next scene we see is uh you're inside of a hospital room dean is like coming to you know he sits up rubs his eyes he's like coming out of it gets yeah. up you know no one's around he's calling for not help but like attention he's, he's, he's like, like hello hey hey where's everybody mm-hmm and he's like wearing, he's got like a t-shirt, just a white t-shirt. He's got like hospital scrubs on. He's barefoot. And he's just like walking the hallways looking for someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Comes up to a front desk with a cute nurse. And, you know, she's like, oh, hey, uh, you know, I was in a car wreck. I came here with my brother and my dad. I just want to know if they're okay. She's not responding. Yep, doesn't Snaps even notice her, him. Doesn't respond. And this was where I was like, oh, well, here's the pros of being a ghost hunter is that you <laughs> You, you kind know. of figure out pretty quickly. Oh, yep. That was, but that's what I mean by like his micro expressions is that yeah. in that moment where he went snap, snap, and she didn't respond, he was like, uh-huh. oh, he knew, yeah. he knew something was wrong. Uh-huh. Cause then he like turns around and runs back to his room. Yeah. Right. And of course, sees himself laying in bed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hooked up to machines. He's got a ventilator, he's got tubes uh-huh. up his nose. Yeah. Um, and the interesting thing is that he doesn't look like, 
oh no or shocked he's just like yeah i was right fuck you know yeah originally they shot this with him like opening up doors and like looking for people and then once they shot they gave the the proofs or whatever to kripke kripke called them and he's like um ghosts can't open doors having shot that entire scene and then oh have God. someone be like wait yeah <laughs> and they were just like but you never know because he's not really a ghost and there's different but, rules but, for different ghosts yeah. but, you know <laughs> no because then that takes away from a pre a next a following scene when he's able to swayze something oh yeah yeah swayze something i i remember again i hate to say this but i was watching stargate and uh they always talk about like uh, out of phase or in phase. You know, if you're out of phase, you're you're mm-hmm. stuck in between realities and stuff. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And the uh, they always say, well, if you're out of phase, how come you don't like fall through the floor then? You know, how are you still able to walk mm-hmm. on the same floor as everybody? Yeah, how come wall yeah. you still have to go? You know, and it's like those traps of you know the 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 sci-fi and the supernatural. It's like yes, oh, yeah. oh well, let's let's feel- write a reason. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like I've thought that before too. It's just like, well, if they can't touch anything, then how are they still like stand standing? Right, standing on the floor. Things? Right, and they're not like falling in through the the core of the earth. You know, right, exactly. <laughs> they're in exactly. space. How does gravity still affect the ghost? <laughs> we are just too smart for television. Uh, yep. yep. Now are, are the title screen. Now the title screen. Now this is new. This mm-hmm. is a new one. It's not the staticky, you know, shocky, glitchy, uh, supernatural anymore. This time uh-uh. it's flames. Yeah. It's red and it's flames. And I didn't know this. this be- blah, 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 blah. I didn't notice this before. But right before, it still does the zoom at you, like when the letters finally fully form and it zooms at mm-hmm. you. In the- mm-hmm. Right before that, the A in supernatural is the, the anti-possession A. That's I mean, the anti-possession star. Oh, okay. It doesn't have the flames around it, but it's, it's the exact same star that's the, oh, yeah, that's the anti pe- That's a pentagon. Yeah, that's kind of a... Oh, the pentagram? Pentagon. pentagon. Yeah, pentagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's the military building in D.C. Yeah, right. um, been watching too yeah. much news. <laughs> but yeah, I never... I was like, oh my gosh, how did I never notice that before? So yeah. I went back to the previous season. I'm like, uh-huh. because they never did that before. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time they did it. So the next... After that title scene, the next thing we see is... Sam is in uh, Dean's hospital room and just looking at looking down at him and mm-hmm. Dean is talking to him. Yeah. Trying to get him to hear him. Yeah. Um, he's not being desperate about it. He's just like, so you're not going to believe what just happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's like, he almost forgot because now that he sees Sam, he's like, Oh my God, Sam, you look good. I'm, I'm, ho- yeah. I'm glad you're okay. You know, how's yeah. dad, mm-hmm. you know? And then he catches himself. He's like, Oh, but I thought that was great. It says something about Sam, I mean, about Dean, that he's in this state of, <laughs> he's, you know, he knows he can't be seen. There's uh-huh. something wrong, but yet he's still asking about dad. Yeah. I thought that all of these scenes, you know, where uh, ghost Dean is in the same room as as coma Dean, that uh-huh. it was like one of those dual shots that they had to morph together. But no, there were some times where there was some a body double there. A body that had double. Like, 
a face mold, like a mask of him on there. I read that. I was like, that's not true. But oh my God, it was true. It is true. Yeah. And, and Jensen was just like, that was one of the that's... weirdest things I've ever had to do. <laughs> is to look at me in bed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's really cool. There were scenes where I was like, I'd lean in. I was like, is that him? How did they, you know, but now <laughs> mm-hmm, that you've mm-hmm. said that, I'm like, oh, it was true. Yeah. Yep. very very cool but they did a lot of really other cool camera tricks too where I thought he so would too. be in the scene in the shot and then the camera would just pan around and then he's not there or uh-huh. vice versa he wasn't yeah. there in the camera around uh-huh. so it's like that they call that like the cowboy was that the cowboy switch where i don't know they didn't give it a name but they did talk about it later so while dean is uh in his room listening to sam talk to his body <laughs> I call him Debbie Downer doctor comes in with like the prognosis of oh, Dean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jesus, you know, he's, you know, if he wakes up, he'll still have a hard road, but you know, no one's ever survived this before. And I was like, wah, wah, Debbie Downer doctor. <laughs> I know no bedside manner whatsoever. No. He's just like, sorry, your brother's probably going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not going to really need nothing for us to do except wait for him to die. Yeah. You know, and Dean in the background, I love that. He's like, Sam, Sam, you got to go. He's like, you got to go find some hoodoo priest and lay some mojo on me. I'll be fine. You know, so Sam's like, I mean, Dean is all ready to be like, go back into black magic, you know, summon a reaper type of thing. You know, (laughs) I'll be okay. Just you got to get me living Uh again. Okay, so the next scene is Sam is in dad's room. Dad is awake. Uh, his arm is in a sling. Um, he's handing over an insurance card with the name <laughs> of Elroy McGillicuddy, which I did not look up. <laughs> I meant to, and I forgot to. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know the Elroy, but McGillicuddy is um, from I Love Lucy. That is Lucy Ball's uh, maiden name before she married uh, Ricky Ricardo. Oh. She was Lucy McGillicuddy. Okay. That's all that is, is a shout out to... Maybe, or it's just a funny name that they yeah. threw in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, my sister used to call her dog uh, McGillicuddy, even though his name was was not McGillicuddy. <laughs> so um, Sam is giving Dad the unfortunate news about Dean. Dad is kind of taking it like, oh, that really sucks. And then Sam turns around and says the exact same thing that Dean says, which is I'll go find, find some hoodoo, <laughs> hoodoo priest and lay some mojo on him. Yes. He doesn't even realize that. I know. That, that, I think it's so cute that they're so in sync that yeah. they said the, the exact he, same yeah. thing. He must have heard him subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. You know? little, but yeah, I love that moment. I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah. And dad is um, kind of like a little bit negative Nancy about it. You know, he's just like, you know, don't don't put all your uh, yeah. eggs in one basket, so to speak. We may we may not find somebody. And yeah, Sam says, and but it seems like before. I Once did. I found a faith healer. You know, yeah. granted, that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> but there, yeah, that was, right. Uh, <laughs> but um, but John is still like, oh, don't don't just because that happened doesn't mean that it'll ever happen again. Right. And they are, and they're off to fighting again. Yeah. Yeah, like right from the get-go and the, the rest of the episode, they're fighting. And and John is still worried about the stupid gun, about the cult. He's like, where's the cult? Mm-hmm. You know, like Dean is already, all right, look, Dean's Dean's going to die. Where's the cult? Yeah, that's Sam's uh, perception of it. It's just like, really? You're worried about the cult right now? Yeah. While, while your son is in a hospital bed in a coma? And he's just like, listen, 
the demon is still after us, whether we're in the hospital or not. Right. And that gun is our only shot, pun in, you know, pun intended. Unintended. <laughs> yeah. Sam yeah. says it's in the trunk. Bobby's on his way to get it from this impound lot, so it's not in strangers' hands. When when they mention it's like Bobby's an hour out, you know, he's going to tow it back to his place. So they're somewhere near South Dakota. But that was one of my questions: is we didn't map quest this because there's no, there's been no uh, Chiron that says where they are. No, and I didn't check like where they were at the end. At you the, know, weren't the they leaving yeah. Lincoln? They were leaving Lincoln, right? Yeah, they, I think they were leaving Lincoln because they left the cabin. Right, right. And so they're just like rushing to a hospital from mm-hmm. there. So I assume they're somewhere in Nebraska, which is close to um, South Dakota. South Dakota, yeah. Right. So I assume they're near Lincoln. They're somewhere in Nebraska is my assumption. And Bobby is an hour out from whatever impound lot they took the car to yeah. in, in Nebraska. So yeah. Sam's like, don't worry, Dad, don't worry about it. The gun is safe. It'll be fine. Let's, let's fine. go help yeah. Dean. Yeah. Yeah, dad gives Sam a list of things to give to Bobby to get for him. And it's all these like, you know, strange, <laughs> which is brew ingredients, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like acacia, which, by the way, is my niece's name. Yes. Um, um, and apparently something that's used in demon spells. So, right. Before Sam completely leaves, though, he says, you know, when the the demon, you know, when he was in you, said something about he had plans for me and the children like me. Do you have any idea what he meant by that? Mm-hmm. And dad is like, no, I'm really sorry. I don't. Sam leaves and you see the camera pan over to the corner where ghost Dean has been has been hiding. the entire time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know about hiding. <laughs> he's a ghost. Right, I guess he can't well, really he, hide, right. but he's just there. Well, yeah, we didn't know he was there, and they yeah. didn't know he was there, and right. he was there listening the entire time. Yes, and he sees Dad's face looking very concerned and like he was a liar, and he uh-huh. calls him out on it, although yep. Dad can't hear it. Yep. John's definitely hiding something. Yes. Next next person we see is... Bobby! Bobby! Bobby's back, yes! Yeah. Very excited. So Bobby and and Sam are standing next to the crushed Impala. Yeah. You know, and Bobby's just like, "Eh, no, (laughs) there's no saving this, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and he's and Sam's Sam. First thing he says is, "Oh man, Dean's gonna be pissed." (laughs) Yes. And I was like, that was straight out of Ghostbusters with um, Rick Moranis. Yeah, when they when they after everything's been destroyed and they've saved the world. Uh-huh. Rick Moranis is like pulled out of the dog, the burnt dog. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Oh man, the superintendent's gonna be pissed." Oh, <laughs> right out of Ghostbusters. Or I should say, it reminded me of Ghostbusters, yeah, whether they intentionally did like it or they not. Just said, you know, Dean loves his car so much, you know, that it's like, oh, right. It's just an, a natural thing to say. So uh, I will say, it reminded me of Ghostbusters. Okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, but wow, the Impala is just. Oh my God. Wrecked. crushed torn twisted uh mangled <laughs> the word yeah. i wrote down yeah yeah i made a note when like, sam's kind of going through the things and he pulls out his laptop which is destroyed you know <laughs> just and i was destroyed just, <laughs> i was like oh no even the laptop is just like busted and they talk yeah. about it on the commentary because the props guy was like how how am i gonna wreck this like what what should I do? And they ended up just throwing it off the building of the studio, oh. <laughs> the roof of oh the building. Oh my god! 
well done because it it looked it almost looked like an accordion of a you know of a computer yeah yeah but you know bobby's just like just sell this for scrap metal man this is not a good thing and sam is like absolutely not because when dean wakes up he is going to want to you know make make the decision basically and i think bobby was kind of like okay i see that the car is not really the important thing here it's keeping the the faith you know yeah Yeah. getting rid of the yeah saying getting rid of the car is getting rid of dean you know giving up on the car is giving up on dean yes yes yeah I was like, so Dean was- equals Impala. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I thought that was a nice touch of Bobby to just be like, okay, fine, I'll take the car. Yeah. And he backed up. I mean, he backed yeah. off immediately. Yeah. But then uh, Sam is like, oh, yeah, dad gave me this list of things for you to to get for him. Mm-hmm. And Bobby looks at it and he's like, uh, yeah. what does he need this Why? For? what's going on and then we cut to like we don't you know obviously bobby is going to tell sam what these ingredients actually do but then we cut to dad is in dean's hospital room looking at comadine in the bed Mm -hmm. ghosting is behind him just laying into him it is heartbreaking like he's he's, crying yeah he's like what you're you haven't called anybody you're not doing anything you know you're not looking for me you're not trying to help me yeah what what kind of dad are you that you're not doing anything yeah yeah and this it's especially heartbreaking when you know what happens later you know it's just like oh my god (laughs) yeah well it's also just crushing because you know dean has that you know worship relationship yeah uh, with john you know he worships him and the fact that he's being completely let down yeah you know everything that he learned about being a person he learned from john and john isn't doing anything yeah and he's like this yeah what kind of father are you i did i worshiped you and you're Mm -hmm. not even making a phone call for me to find a new doctor to find a witch doctor to find any information at all yeah it's Oh, it's crushing. Yeah. And then he gets distracted because there's a, a, little, a little ghosty thing that just like whoosh by the door. Yeah. <laughs> whoosh. <laughs> so then yeah. he goes and chases it down the hall. This uh, ghosty thing. And it is like, it's an apparition almost. It's not like a ghost we've seen before, at least portrayed in the show. It's like. Yeah, it's not flickering or anything like that. It's not glitching. No, it's, it's like just it's like a see-through whoosh, thing. White. Kind of looks like those things from Indiana Jones at the end of Raiders of Lost <gasps> Yes, Ark. when they're coming out of the Ark. Yes. yes. It looks yes. like one of those things. It goes into a room and Dean follows it. And then he sees like this nurse having hyperventilating and having a heart she's like attack. on the floor and she's choking or having an asthma attack or something because she's yeah. like i can't breathe you know he yells for help but no one hears him nobody hears him he goes to her can't do anything because he's a ghost and she just kind of dies. dies we never see this nurse again <laughs> like they don't, they don't mention her <laughs> at all in the show it's like oh no. dead nurse okay dead nurse <laughs> yep back walking down the hall because distracted by something else yes exactly <laughs> So while that's happening, Sam is back, mm-hmm. right? And he and John are fighting again. Yes, because Bobby has told him what these ingredients actually do. Right. And Ghostine is in the room. You know, he's trying to 
somehow tell them there's something there's here something we gotta happening. go hunt it. <laughs> and um you know sam's just like you're gonna summon this demon you're still after this are you kidding me your son is dying and you're still just fixated on this on thing? revenge that's all you yeah. want is revenge yep yeah they're fighting dean is yelling at them as a ghost and this i was just like this must have this must have been really hard to film you know with basically kind of three conversations going on at once you know because yeah. they jared and jeffrey as actors have to pretend like they don't hear jensen right and he's in there was, yelling and he's yelling yes. yes yes so that must have been really hard jensen even said something like like this was kind of it was a little hard to do being in a room that someone isn't reacting to you you know in the right. way that they should be because that is a big part of acting is like is the reacting reaction. <laughs> right Right. Um, and I also just want to say that Jared and Jensen just love Jeffrey. They love every scene that they have to do with him and they just yeah. fawn over him. And they're like, <laughs> he really like brings out the better, you know, better acting in me. You know, whoever was talking about him at the time, you know, yeah. just like, it's just like, I love these scenes when it's the three of us because it's just, it elevates us. Yeah. So to yeah. your point of there being better acting in this episode, I think it's because it was the three of them, you know, yeah. kind of melding together. There, there's an outtake from season one. And I think it's the scene where um, the the boys had just gone to that, got to the PO box and gotten a letter that was addressed to John. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And just before they go to open it, John like shows up outside yeah. the, the car window. Yeah. It, the outtake is he went to like bend down and say something, but he messed up his lines uh -huh. And and Jeffrey Dean Morgan is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, you guys. It's like I have to do better, you know. And I mean, it's it's not a funny outtake. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, you yeah. know, performers being like, I did not give you what you needed. That was bad acting on my part. Yeah, yeah. I need to do this better for you, yeah. you know. And I it's like love I that. love moments like that. I do too. So uh, so anyway, we're getting so distracted here. Okay, I so. <laughs> know, but it's okay. It's okay. It's not... So, you know, yes, they're laying into each other. Dean is getting so frustrated that he slaps his hand to a, a glass of water that's on the desk and he moves it. He makes contact with this glass and breaks it on the floor. Yeah, it flies off the desk. Yeah. Both both John and Sam are like, "Do you see that?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> but I have to say in the moment before that happened, I, I totally get why Dean what like got so pissed. Cause he's, you know, yeah. yelling, stop it, stop it, stop it. Cause yeah, John yeah. is saying to Sam, we never should have brought you along. We, oh, you know, yeah. you, if it weren't for you, Sam wouldn't be, I mean, Dean wouldn't be laying in a hospital bed. John yeah. was like, this is all your fault. I never should have brought you along. I never should have trained you as a hunter. Yeah, and that's yeah. why, that's why Dean was like, shut up and that's when he smacks yeah glass. that was really rough to hear like it, it was rough again knowing what what happens at the end and the reasons mm -hmm. for it you know like all of john's plan at the end you know because yeah. yeah. he i think that he has been cooking this up the whole time but but knowing like all these you know his sons are just like attacking him for this and he's just not letting up that's extra heartbreaking it's heartbreaking yeah. the first time you watch it because this is just like a stressful moment nope. and you yes yeah. want them and to stop like, fighting what are you doing yeah yes and then this whole like it was just rough watching john like blaming sam that all of this happened that was basically he was basically saying you never should have been born is what he was saying you know i mean that's what it felt like it's one of those moments of you know we never should have had you 
you know, everything was oh. fine until you came along. Is oh, kind I didn't of feel the, like it was that. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's kind of how I felt. That I mean, he uh, was saying like you, you, we never should have involved you in this, which is basically saying, you know, you were you're ne- you were never truly a part of this anyway. I mean, I didn't actually write that down. I just kind of fell into that just now when yeah, we're thinking about yeah, it. So, yeah. and as a side stupid note, what hospital uses glasses and <laughs> not plastic cups? Side note, Valerie, it's a TV show. You need a glass to shatter for emphasis. Yes. Okay. Because he full on swayze that mother. <laughs> yeah. I understood looked... that reference. Yes. <laughs> he was so proud of himself. Like he was shocked yeah. and proud at the same time. He's like, dude, like all yes. things aside, did you see what I just did? <laughs> yeah. you know? I know dad's yelling at us, but dude. Yeah, yeah. I full on swayze that loved that. But then things take take a turn for the worse because then he starts doing the the supernatural ghost thing where he's glitching, glitching in and out. Sam and Dad hear some commotion down the hall, so Sam goes to leave and he sees Dean, um, uh, I guess, going into cardiac arrest or he's just failing. So they're doing the the uh, what is it the defibrillator the paddles the defibrillator. Yes, and then Dean's also ghost Dean is there also like there, watching it. And he it. sees this like thing. Yeah. floating over his body uh-huh. while this is all happening that the thing that he saw earlier whooshing down the hall is now floating over his body while they're trying to resuscitate him yeah and uh and he's like you know stop it stop it <laughs> yeah, get away, get, away. <laughs> get away from me yeah and uh and he goes and he like tries to grab it and he's actually yeah. able to make contact with this ghosty yeah. thing uh-huh. and it kind of the contact kind of blows dean back a little bit the ghosty thing whooshes away mm-hmm. and suddenly Dean, the doctors are like, okay, we got a sinus rhythm. So the ghosty thing was waiting, I guess, for, for Dean to die. Uh, Dean mm-hmm. was able to stop it maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, now the doctors, you know, Dr. Debbie Downer is like, <laughs> oh, you know, I guess he's okay. I guess we'll come yeah. back and check on him in a little bit later. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Dean's still quite not sure what is going on. Sure. He thought that that guy was killing him. Right. But there's a moment where Sam hears him or yeah. thinks he hears him. You know, he yeah, yells you see loud him, enough. Yeah, because you see him turn his head like, who's saying stop it? Who's saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then here comes one of those cool shots that you were talking about where Dean is standing next to Sam basically saying like, if I can touch it, then I can hunt it. And then the camera like does a, a 360, pulls away and Dean is gone. And Sam right. looks over his shoulder, you know, kind of sensing where dean was yeah yeah and nothing's there yep that was a really cool shot but that's also like old school dean if i can touch it i can kill it you know or i can hunt it whatever he says i was like and he's back into hunting mode he is (laughs) like down the hunt he's it's not about him being dead it's about gotta hunt this thing yeah you know full-on dean but then almost immediately dean hears like a girl shouting Mm -hmm. down the hall and I think she's saying things like, you know, hello, why aren't you, yeah. you know, can't you hear me? Why aren't you looking at me? And, yeah. you know, kind of the same thing that Dean was doing, except she's a lot more panicked about it, whereas Dean was like, what's right. going on? Yeah. It's lucky lucky that she has the other ghost person that finds her is a ghost hunter. So he's able to be like, listen, okay. lady, this is, this is what's going yeah. on. I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> yep. I'm in the same boat you are. Yes. I can see you. You can see me. Yes. You know, what we're having is an out-of-body experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which means that we're spirits that are close to death. Right. 
Right. I was like, man, Dean is like on top of it. <laughs> yeah. You know? So we leave, we leave um, Dean and the uh, other ghosty girl. Tessa. Um, ghost Tessa. Do we know her name? Okay. Yes. Um, and uh, back to now we see Sam and John again. And part of me wants to ask because things have settled down. They're not fighting in this moment. Mm-hmm. And Sam is explaining to him, I think I heard him. You know, yeah. I think I actually. And part of me wants to say, why does Sam feel like he needs to explain himself to John? After that huge right now, fight they just yeah. had, he's like still now he's going back to John and saying, yeah, I think I think there might be something here. Yeah. You know, I feel like, like it's because, you know, Sam just witnessed Dean like nearly on his deathbed. You know, that could have been the moment where he went. I, I think maybe that just kind of snapped out. You know, it's just like, you know what? End of, we, can end fight, of fight. we can fight later, you know? Yeah. Let's just let's get back into D- Dean mode, you know, like saving Dean yeah. mode. But he does make dad promise not to go hunting for the demon. Yes. Sam says, I got to go get something. Do yeah. not go hunting for this thing, please. Yeah. Don't do anything till we know that Dean is okay. Yes. And it's like, and John says, okay, but Sam is like, you know, clearly he doesn't <laughs> quite believe him, you know? No. Um, so back to now Tessa and, and Dean, um, mm-hmm. which by the way, this hospital, the exact same hospital used all through season one. I totally wrote down early, like at the beginning when, when Dean is coming down, down the, the stairs. stairs, I was just like, those are Valerie's stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. But they do, um, they mention in the commentary, they mention it later. Like, oh, this is Riverview hospital. We did asylum there. We did something else there. <laughs> So. Yeah, especially then there's a scene later. This is not a spoiler what that happens in the boiler room. I was like, mm-hmm. asylum. <laughs> that is the. I don't think it's the same room. No? They said that that, no, they said that was an empty room uh, that they dressed up as the boiler room. Mm-hmm. Um, they did say something about asylum in that scene, but I, I believe they said something. Yeah, there was like another room for another show that we did that we had to dress huh. up and that was for asylum. Okay. But it sure felt like the same. Um, it might have been. I could be mistaken. Of, yeah, yeah. But okay. But it was an empty room that they dressed up as the boiler room. The boiler room. Okay. But it was the same building. It was the same, same building. building. Yes, absolutely okay. the same building. Okay. So now Tess and Dean are still chatting about what their circumstances are, and I feel yeah. like Tessa is like a lot more calm, like calmer than I would be, having just been told that I'm in basically limbo. Yeah. You know. And she's like, it's okay, you know, it's all right to let go. And, yeah, it's like, if it, you know, it is what it is, essentially. And and Dean yeah. catches her on that, too. She's like, wow, you're uh, you're kind of, mm. like, not not yeah. as panicked as, I call as a normal person to that. would be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, and, uh, and then they're interrupted by another code that's called mm-hmm. um, over the, the PA in the hospital. Somebody else is dying. Did you listen? Did you hear what the code was? I did not catch it, but they did mention it. On the oh, they mentioned it? Okay, <laughs> I turned it up. I turned it up. And it's a, it's like, Dr. Kripke. Yes. <laughs> to room 237, code blue. Dr. Kripke yeah. to room 237. Now, of course, everyone knows who Eric Kripke is at this point. Yep. Room 237 is another call out to The Shining in the in the movie at least not in the oh, book they, in the didn't, movie. they didn't mention that they just said something about dr Kripke, oh, but they didn't mention the number 237 is is a haunted room basically in the shining oh, okay. where terrible things happen mm-hmm. um 
And so I just, I kind of giggled at that because I was like, there's Kripke again. Yeah. And then I listened further yeah. and I was like, oh, room 237, <laughs> The Shining. So little, little call outs that I love. Um, so both Tessa and Dean go running down the hall to room 237. Or I don't is think Tessa there? I think, it, no, no, it's not Tessa. It's just, it's just Dean. He like um, leaves her, you know, because he's in the middle of just like, no, you always have, you know, she's just like, no, it's fate. When it's your time to go, it's time to go. And he's like, no way, there's, like, there's no. always a choice. And then he gets interrupted. Right. Leaves and go sees the, the ghosty thing like floating above a little girl yep. on the bed. He shouts at it again to get away from her. It disappears. But this time the girl does not make it, unlike yep. Dean earlier. Dean, right. So the the little girl dies and everyone's kind of bummed out. But mm-hmm. one of the nurses or one of the attendings say, you know, well, at least she's not suffering anymore. Yeah. And that kind of makes Dean, again, a micro expression of Dean. He's like, ah, mm-hmm. ah, something something else is is going on here. Yes. So then cut to Sam entering, <laughs> yes. entering Dean's room uh-huh. saying, hey, uh, I think you're around, and if you are, please do not make fun of me. But <laughs> and pulls out of the brown paper bag that he's carrying a Ouija board. Well, it's a mystical talking board because they could not use couldn't, couldn't the, the trademark of Ouija. Ouija. But yes, it's a Ouija board. Oh and, my god! And, and, and Ghostina is like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> But they both sit down on the floor like crisscross applesauce, uh, you know, yeah. with the Ouija board bef- between them and hands on the, the little device. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Sam starts asking questions. Yes. And and Dean is able to answer. Yeah. Have you ever super... done a Ouija board? No. I <laughs> We had one in the house. Um, my yeah. sister did it. My friends all did it. And here's the true story of why I will never touch a Ouija board. Okay. Uh, religious family members of mine um, said to me at a very impressionable age yeah. that by doing the Ouija board, you are opening yourself up to the spirit world. Mm. And once you do that, they will always have a connection to you, mm. whether you're using the Ouija board or not. And I was like, <laughs> nope, I don't need to ever, I don't need to open myself up to potential spirits. Yeah. So that is why, to this day, I have never touched a Ouija board. And you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> totally. <laughs> not, not when I was younger. Um, I never really got the opportunity to use one. But in my like first or second year of college, uh, I had like a good group of friends. But one of them, like we had this phase, I would say, where we... Uh, did try the Ouija board like she like one of my friends like bought one brought it into the dorm room and it was like five or six times that we used it like within the span of a couple of weeks or so (laughs) but maybe I'm not remembering it correctly but definitely more than once I don't know if I completely buy into the Ouija board you know (laughs) I believe in like ghosts in the spirit world but I I, I don't believe that they would use uh, a board game that one can buy at Toys R Us. Yeah. <laughs> to communicate with you. It, it did, though. The planchet did move. Like, there were a few times that we did it where it moved, like, really fast, like, to the letters and to the yes or the no and or whatever. How do you, but how do you know that wasn't, you know, right. someone in your group? That's the, yeah. See, that's the thing. Now, so, did you guys ever do, on that same note, did you ever play light as a feather, stiff as a board? Yes, I did that a lot when I was younger. 
we, I never got anybody to like levitate, but I remember like being like, Oh, what was it going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think yeah. we ever, I feel like maybe it did. Maybe we did that one. I feel like there was more success or in, it at least freaking me out. Yeah. Um, or there were, there was also one where you could, I don't know if it had a name to it, but you pretended like you were <laughs> really morbid, <laughs> like cutting up, cutting up each body part. Like you'd be like, we slice it open, we fill it with sand, we pack it in, and then we sew it up tight. And you did that with each limb, each appendage. Oh, and then, and then it turns out like the person like, couldn't be able to raise yeah, their arms. Yeah, yeah, or their body or whatever. That sounds... Um, that sounds about right. <laughs> I was a macabre little kid, I guess. <laughs> but now the Ouija board, yeah, I've done. I never took like a lot of stock in it, even though there was one time that, and we did it in the same dorm room every time. So it wasn't like we were taking it around to like different places yeah. and like, experimenting. So there must, there was like six ghosts in this one dorm room, which does not seem likely. <laughs> But but there was one time where the the ghost didn't like me. Like there was a time where it said like it wanted me to get get my hands off of the planchet. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and Some still, serious shit just, happening in that dorm room. I know. She's like, oh, maybe these weren't really good friends. Of mine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, those that, that was my experience with a mystical talking board. Uh, but but Kim and Cyrus, they, they actually were just like. Obviously, we couldn't use like an actual Ouija board. So we had our props department, our graphics department, like completely remake this thing, basically. Uh -huh. And I really did, they just gave a nice props to the props department as far as like oh, nothing cool. gets taken for granted. And later when they talk about the journal, when it comes into play, they're like every single piece of paper that is in that journal and gets shown in each episode is like gone through the, an approval process, you know, and a design process, every yep. single little thing that gets shown on screen. Yep. Nothing gets taken for granted. And there's always a huge team effort yep. behind it. Which is so awesome. I just, I thought that was really nice of them. That to, is nice. Cause not a, not a lot it. of companies do, you know, yeah. shout out the, uh, the, the little people, so to speak, yeah. the little people obviously aren't the little people. That's the, so Sam's having a conversation with Dean. Like yes. he asks him a question and Dean, skeptical as he is, puts his hand <laughs> He's like, on the planchet and is like, oh, hey. Hey, me. I can do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's able to tell Sam uh, that A, yes, he is hunting something mm -hmm. and B, it's a reaper. Yes. That's where like the reveal comes in as to what he's actually hunting. And also yeah. the reaper is hunting him. Right, Which but naturally, of... is, right. isn't that what yeah. Sam says? Is that it's not hunting it, him? Yeah, it's just like, is it after you? It's coming for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is another shot where you were talking about cowboy shot. I don't know if that was the name of it or not, but they did say like because the camera does like this three sixty all around Sam and Dean while they're having this Ouija board conversation, and each and Dean had to physically Talk roll out of the, out way. Of the way like yeah. whenever he was just supposed to be a ghost. And then, yeah. like, roll back in when... And be there. Yeah. Yeah. So it yeah. wasn't uh, a spliced shot, you know, where they did the scene Yeah, it was twice. a one -er. It was, it was mm -hmm. yeah, it was all one take. So anyway, this this new information, like, freaks Sam out. You know, it's just like, okay, uh, got to make a plan and got to make a plan fast. Right. Yeah. Gets up, you know, it's like, I got to tell dad. We got to figure out what to do. Goes to dad's room. 
dad is not there. Yep, bed is empty. And again, my question, I question Sam, why does he still have faith in John? He's been lied to, he thinks, we think, you know, mm-hmm. this entire time. And he's like, dad, will have the answer. And he goes running off to dad. And of course, once again, dad lets him down by not being there. Yeah. Again, I would say just an act of desperation and, you know, it's just like, listen, we got to be united on this one thing. And that is right. to Dean bring yeah. Dean back. So we don't, we, we go from the empty bed that John isn't in to the basement where John yes. is. And John finds his way uh, into the boiler room, which is kind of this big, empty yeah. open space. A boiler slash biohazard room. <laughs> <laughs> right. Once again, biohazard. But he like empties out this duffel bag of stuff that obviously uh, that that Bobby got him um, for the for the demon summoning. And he starts doing some like sigils and drawing um, on the floor and he Mm -hmm. starts doing incantations. So back upstairs, you know, Sam is is back in in Dean's bed and it's just like I couldn't find dad, but I found his journal. So I'm just going to I'm just going to start studying. Yep. Anything about Reapers in the journal. And they do flip two pages with Reaper. Uh, information in it yeah um yeah and, and then, so well i just want to dean had like a really nice touching moment where he's just like thank you for not giving up on me sam oh you know he was just like oh thanks for you yeah. know after, oh. after that you know spout that he had with dad being like you're not doing anything you know here he's right. seeing now sam, sam is active is, in something yep not and not giving up he's like well yeah. that's not gonna help but I found his journal. Maybe there's something in the journal. Yes. Let's try to help Dean. Yes. Yeah. So then he finds the page with Reapers, starts like reading up on it. Dean yeah. is looking over his shoulder, sees something that, that like, we don't know. The light yeah. On. yeah. He's yep. just like, God damn it. You know, yeah. he <laughs> should have just said son of a bitch, but he didn't. He could have. He could have said son of a bitch. And, and right. Dean goes running off. Finds Tessa. Yep. Who looks different. You know, she's like dressed up, not in hospital scrubs anymore. Right. But in like a, cute little black outfit <laughs> also has a different demeanor she's like way more calm and composed than she was even before he's just like so i just read something interesting that reapers can look however they want to yeah. say a really old man or a ghost or a really pretty girl yes so here yes. was a clever way to uh make a new rule for over reapers. what reapers look like because as yep. we remember the reaper from the episode faith in faith. the first season it was the oldest man that's ever existed yeah very creepy <laughs> yeah now it's a pretty young girl yeah now it can be whatever you want it to be so yeah yeah movie magic. And he confronts her <laughs> yeah he's like he confronts her about being he's like ah look listen to what i read about a reaper mm-hmm. and tessa's response is death is nothing to fear she's yes. like you didn't like my my first you know yeah. appearance you yeah. know kind of hurt my feelings so i decided <laughs> to go like this to see if you would hear me so tessa's reason for being there clearly is just to try to convince dean to let go yes so you know she's not evil she's not good she's just is yeah yeah and just like the previous yeah. reaper not bad just doing their yeah, job just doing yeah so then we cut back to dad who has finished his sigil drawing. He's got things in a bowl. He's cutting his hand for blood. Just, um, yeah. And then he has that final, like, you know, spark in a bowl. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and that's supposed to be like the end of the incantation. And right. he's supposed Stands to have some of the demons. prepped, like looking for things. Nothing. Got the, yeah. Nothing except a janitor. He's just like, what are you doing down here, man? You're not supposed to be here. You got to go. Yeah. 
<laughs> John immediately pulls the gun on him. Yeah. Does like think I'm that stupid? And this is and this is the first time we see yellow eyes in yes. his own body. Yes. Or and so, in the physical form that he presents himself as. Yes, for in, in a, a man. While. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a, in a man's body, like because he's always yeah. been in. Like we've only seen him in like John's body. We've only seen the eyes. Oh, we've true. Never actually, yes. We've we've never actually seen him. Like I mean, we've seen him as a shadow. You know, yes. in the bedroom, in the baby's yes. rooms and stuff. But we've never uh-huh. seen him full body with the yellow eyes. And so, and John, of course, is not fooled. <laughs> you know, no. by by the janitor. And then he's got two like lackeys coming up behind him, so letting John know. I got He's you surrounded. Man. Yeah, yeah. You got one um, bullet left. I know that. Yeah. Uh, so I love this guy, this actor. They, oh, um, what's his name? Frederick Fred Lane. Fred something. Hold Frederick up. Lane. I think yes, it's like Frederick Lane. He sometimes Lane. goes by L A N E too. Yes, yeah, yes. So. There's two names here in in Umdaba. Um <laughs> No, I love him, and whenever I see him in something else, I'm just like, oh, it's Yellow Eyes. <laughs> What's funny is that I, when I saw that he was on Lost, I never watched. I watched like two episodes of Lost, and then I just couldn't get into it. But I know uh-huh. you watched it because I remember when we were in Hawaii, you were like, "Oh, this is where the smoke monster would be," oh, you yes. know, yes. in like the bamboo forest or something like that. And so now, when I saw that he was on Lost, I was like, "Oh, is he like a smoke monster? Was he?" I, I immediately <laughs> thought of you. I was like, "This is Sammy's actor." So I, do. I love him. But I do always refer to him as yellow eyes. As yellow eyes. <laughs> because that's like the thing that I've seen him in the most. And he was, right. I just, I recently saw The Greatest Showman. And he's in that as well for a small role. And I was like, oh, yellow eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but as it turns out, John wants to make a deal. Mm-hmm. He's not that he doesn't want to just because he could have just killed Yellow Eyes right there. Right. He had him. Right. But the but he doesn't because he wants to make a deal. A deal, which intrigues old Yellow Eyes. Yes. So <laughs> this guy, when he had his contacts in, completely blind. Oh, that explains a lot. In, yes. And something I'll say later. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So they had to put like a really bright light on the camera, you know, if he needed to like look somewhere just so he could see it. And they also put sandbags all over the floor. So like if he had to, you know, so he would oh, walk, so if he, he had to he walk could feel towards it. somebody. Yeah. He could, and just if he hit the sandbag, then, you know, it's oh, like, oh got to stop here. Completely blind. Wow. Which I thought was amazing. He did really, really good for being blind and not being yeah. able to see right. again couldn't react to anybody yeah he wasn't acting like he was blind he was still full-on acting you know yeah one of our um in a show we did at city opera one of the characters was supposed to have like he was supposed to be blind with cataracts and so Mm -hmm. we gave him he wanted smoky eyes contacts that yeah yeah Yeah. you could like barely see right right yeah yeah and i was like we're gonna he's gonna die he's gonna like just wander (laughs) off the edge of the stage and uh, but he did it he did those shows with the with those smoky contacts and couldn't see the conductor you know couldn't i mean so when he was bumbling around on stage he was bumbling around on stage but he made it work it was so impressive so we cut from dad being like i want to make a deal and yellow eyes being like oh interesting to sam back in dean's room and He's he's so crushed because he couldn't find anything, anything in the journal. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he has to sit here and tell Dean, you know, you know, assuming that ghost Dean is in the room. Right. Couldn't find anything here, but I'm going to keep trying as long as you keep fighting. You have to keep fighting. And here's like, he just like breaks down. We just became brothers. Please do not give up on me yet. Yeah. And yep. this but- shot was heartbreaking where he says, can you hear me? And the camera like pulls away and it's just like an empty room. I mean, yep. it's obviously Sam and obviously Coma Dean, like in the bed. Right. But, but Dean Ghost else Dean. is there. Yep. But he tries to break it with a little bit of humor. You know, he tries mm-hmm. to say, you know, you can't leave me here alone because dad and I will kill each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's like, there's truth to that, though. There's uh-huh. a little bit of truth. He's like, bottom line is, if Dean's gone, then we're not a family. Yeah. You know, and it's, oh, uh, yeah. It was yeah. every this whole episode had these moments of, of, of truth, of vulnerability yeah. and truth about these strong male characters. And yeah. it was just, yeah. it was touching. It was heartrending mm-hmm. without, without it being like weeping, you know, it was like, yeah. it was a sad moment and touching. Although Kim did say that during the scene, he was crying. <laughs> like when he was shooting oh. it <laughs> and he was oh. like, I kept messing up the scene because I would be crying. <laughs> oh, gosh. But Next, since Dean hasn't been in the room with Sam, mm-hmm. we find out where he is. He's back with Tessa. Yeah. He's back trying to like fight, bargain. All the stages of was it grief that she was describing? Yeah, or death or just the stages of or death. Maybe. And, uh, or and denial. I don't know. But, um, but denial, like, bargaining. Yes. Yeah. And, but, but for Dean, you know, he's saying, you know, I have to, I have to live. You have to help me. And he's not talking about for himself. He's like, I have to save my family. My family is going to die. Yeah. So he's not thinking about himself. He doesn't want to live for himself. He wants to live to save his family. Yes. Listen, the battle is going to go on with or without you. Yep. You know, it doesn't stop when you die. So yep. other people will will be there to fill in. You know, and again, she's not being mean about it. She's just telling it how it is. Yeah. And just trying to convince him to go with her because yeah. when he says, fine, I just won't go with you. You know, she says, okay, you are right in that you have a choice, but you're not getting back in your body. And that's just a fact. Yeah. And you will live here empty bodiless for years and years and years and eventually become so filled with rage that you will become exactly what you've been hunting your whole yep. life. He's like, she's like, what do you think makes angry spirits? Yeah. You know, and it's that refusal to move on uh-huh. and, uh, and anger about not being able to, to move on, right. let go. And that right. struggle. And I think and that's he sees what like, that. hits Dean. Yeah. That's like the thing that catches Dean. And he's just like, oh yeah. Yeah. He sees it. He absolutely sees it. And so now we see, now we're back in the basement with John and mm-hmm. yellow eyes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and John says, can you bring Dean back? And Yellow Eyes says, no, but I know someone who can. Yeah. So now the bargaining starts. Yes. You know, and the bargain is for what we think is the cult. Yellow yes, Eyes wants which is the also, cult. Which, which that's a shocking thing. You know, this whole time, this whole episode, this whole season one, you know, once John and or the John and the cult like enter this picture, yep. is like he's obsessed and, and, and mm, possessed by this gun, you know? He's just like, nope, this this is my treasure. This is my uh my revenge. My my precious, you know. Yes, my precious. (laughs) He's like, I am not letting go of this gun no matter what it takes. 
And yep. immediately, John, in this trade, is just like, take the colt, take the bullet. Take this the is what you really want. Yep. Which, I don't know, that was just... Something I, I is know. going on here. Yeah. 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 But it was also, just, it was nice to know that John was not so obsessive over hunting this demon as, you know, we were led to believe and his right. sons are led to believe. But Yellow Eyes is like, yeah, I'll take the cult, but that's not all. Yeah. You got to sweep the pot. Yeah. I want something else. And that's when John is taken aback a little bit. I don't and think he was taken aback. Really? Honestly. I think he was, I, I, I think, think he was he, hoping. I think he that was he hoping could just, to just get away with. But I think he knew all along what it was going to come down to, and he was yeah. willing to to give it. To do it, yeah. But anyway, we're left on this kind of like little mini cliffhanger, so to speak, like with them. And then it cuts back to, to Dean and Tessa, still yes. kind of talking about, you yes. know, he, what are you going to do, Dean? She's getting closer and closer to convincing, convincing him, him. Yep. to come with her. And then the lights start flickering on and yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Which we all know means something supernatural is happening. And Dean's like, what are you doing? And Tessa looks around. She's like, that's not me. Yeah. And then we see black smoke start pooling in through one of the vents uh-huh. in the hospital room. And it starts like running towards her. And she's like, no, you can't. You can't do this. Yeah. You can't do this. But the bloke's black smoke just wham, hits her in the face and jams down mm-hmm. her throat. And she's now possessed by um yellow by eyes. eyes yeah because she yeah. turns her head towards dean opens her eyes they're yellow and says today's your lucky day kid and puts her hand on his face and yep. then bright and just... light and noises and screaming and so this is funny because yeah because the actress who played tessa was also blind when she had these class these yes yes that's what, that's what i was gonna say because all the oh. outtakes have her like putting her hand in the wrong spot and dean had to keep moving her hand <laughs> yes. to put it on his head and then it was like over and over. And she's like, oh, yes. come on. And she just yes. didn't know. She didn't know where he was in order to put her hand on his head. Yes. Yes. They, they laughed about that. They were just like, you know, it was on my shoulder. It was like five inches <laughs> in, away from my nose. In front of the camera. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is that when you watch those outtakes without context, you just, you just think that she's stupid. That yeah. she doesn't know where to put her hands. And he's like, yeah. oh, it's over here. But yeah. knowing that she truly couldn't see. And he was just like, no, no, yeah. it's over here. <laughs> you know, makes, <laughs> makes it different, you know? Oh, I felt so bad for her once I realized what that was. Because I initially, yeah. I was like, why, why, how does she not know where the camera is? And that she's putting I her know. hand in front of her face, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so she like does a, like a heel type of thing on his uh-huh. forehead. And, you know, bright light. And next thing we see is Dean waking up in his bed so he yes. is dean's body wakes up yes like coughing you know because he's got all these tubes and stuff oh, in his body <sighs> yep. yep but he's all healed the doctors are like oh perfect sinus rhythm hey you know they, they don't know yeah yeah <laughs> and dean does not remember anything that has happened when he was in his out-of-body experience does not remember nope. talking to the reaper does not remember um well anything because sam no, is he just, just like remember when we talked on the ouija board and he's just like i don't know what you're talking about you know yep. so yeah and that's when john walks in you know and john yeah. looks i don't want to say deflated but he kind of looks resigned yeah. um but almost like there's been a weight lifted off his shoulders at the same time. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know how to, how to describe it. It's just, he didn't look sad. He didn't look angry. He didn't look morose. He just looked resigned. Right. And 
like okay now i now i've got to go do the next thing yes i don't know it's it's hard to explain it is hard to explain the subtlety of his acting is like i i still got it though it's like as soon as he walked into the room i'm like i feel it yeah but i can't put my finger on what i felt for him right 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 so Um, he shows up he's making sure that dean is okay Sam again wants to fight because in Sam's where point of view, she, yeah, yeah, where have you been? Like fighting this demon, like you promised you wouldn't. And dad is just pleading with him. Please let's just fight. not fight right now. Let's just be. He makes a quasi confession. He's just like, listen, I know I'm, you know, I've not been the best dad. I've I've made some mistakes and I'm so sorry, but right now I just don't want to fight. Yep. Yep. Sam does. He backs off. You know, he doesn't take the bait. Right. And, you know, he's like, are you, are you okay? And he says, yeah, I'm just tired. You know, would you mind getting me a cup of coffee? Yep. And then has this moment with Dean, you know, again, with a quasi confession saying, I'm sorry, you know, like you shouldn't have had to been the one to comfort me when I came All home from years. a fight. Yep. I should have been comforting you. Like that's. Right. I never should have exposed you to that or put that burden on you as a child. Yeah, and, I cried. And Dean is, I cried every single time that I watched this episode. Well, because even in those moments, Dean is like, "Why are you saying this stuff? You know, you're you're scaring me." Uh-huh. You know, because because I mean, he always has been the strong kid. You know, so so why why is my dad, who's supposed to be the strong guy, yeah. telling me all this this stuff? Yes, and again, and getting emotional mic- too. Yes, and crying. I mean, not like crying, but like just yeah. you know, tears, yeah, 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 tears that leak out, you know. Um, and in that moment, John leans over um, and puts his head next to to Dean's, you know, puts his mouth next to Dean's ear and whispers something. Yes, because right before that, he's just like, "I need you to watch out for Sammy, okay?" Right. And Dean's like, "Of course I will. I always do." Yeah. yeah. And then leans into the whisper. We don't hear what he says to Dean. Right. Yeah. It's not just like pss, pss, and done. Yeah. It's like it's an extended, yeah. you know, passage that he's yeah. whispering. Right. <laughs> and we see Dean's expression, which is just I don't know. That he's one like, was a hard one to describe. He was just like, Are you kidding? It? Are you serious? Yeah. I was like, he was dumbfounded. He wasn't like, huh? But he was just like he was like taken aback, like, yeah, holy cow. What what just what did you just tell me and then john leaves and just leaves mm-hmm. dean there in bed going well yeah <laughs> you know what what's happening he goes into another room which i'm assuming was his old room john's yeah. old hospital yeah. room um he puts the colt on the hospital table and says okay we don't know who he's talking to i mean we obviously do but he just sets it down he's like okay yeah. and sam comes back into the into the room with the coffee or comes back down the hall with the coffee mm-hmm. and happens to look down and see John on the floor, just like yep. on his back on the floor, drops the coffee, you know, mm-hmm. dad. Mm-hmm. And clearly can't, you know, John isn't responding. Dean, uh, Sam is yelling for help. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is all in slow motion. The mm-hmm. music, that damn music. It's like that sad <laughs> music that is never a good sign <laughs> they did say that the, the coffee the cup like when it lands you know and it stays straight up <laughs> yeah they said that was only like the third shot that that happened it was like total luck they weren't meaning for it Trying to happen to do it, yeah yeah but it just but they're did. like that's the shot we're gonna yeah, use like, yes yeah. one of those yeah. things to, to I, break the tension read, of this like really sad <laughs> yeah i read in a review that 
one of the person who was reviewing it was like, it was perfect the way that cup landed because it was like, you know, the head cup is now half full as opposed to half empty. I was like, oh, shut up. <laughs> it was just a dropped cup of coffee, you know? It was a total uh, happy accident that it landed. Yes. It happened exactly. that way. Exactly. And the next thing we see, you know, are the, you know, the doctors again and slow, the doctors who have been, who did come in that we didn't see come in. The next yes. clip we see is doctors working on John and then mm-hmm. them saying, Sam and you know, Dean, like watching from the doorway, just like yep. in anticipation, like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Yeah. And the doctors are like, you know, they stop compressions. Mm-hmm. That's it. And um, John dies as Sam and Dean yeah. look on. Yep. Like in the credits, they say time of death, 1041 AM. Yep. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> and and I was like, well, wait. Oh. <laughs> because I thought I had such mixed emotions about John through this whole thing. And you're supposed to, you know, he's a yeah, dick. Yeah. He's not. He's a dick. He's not. Yeah. And he was riding right on the cusp of such dickishness uh-huh. until... And for me, until the moment where um, Yellow Eyes says, you have to sweeten the pot. Mm-hmm. That's when it changed for me. I mean, I knew it was mm-hmm. leading up to something, but that's where it changed for me. And I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken yeah. that the boys had also come to an arc of this is now we love our dad. Now we, yeah. you know, we're, we're back. We're, we're all together again. We're going to go uh-huh. and get this demon, uh, you know, and they were in, a, in this moment of, uh, of love of a loving family yeah and and to see their dad die on the floor not killed right. by a demon not killed in battle while hunting just dead on the hospital yeah, the, floor. yeah they have no idea what happened yep. at this point yep. they're just like what yeah what now you were yeah. just you were fine see i i kind of thought that this throughout this whole thing that that john knew what he was going to end up doing not, of course, not the first time that I ever saw this, you know, that was, that came as a total shock to me that they yeah. decided to kill off John, you know, in the <laughs> first episode of the, of the season. Second like, we just um, got to know him. I know. Yeah. But in, in rewatching it and, like, knowing what happened and getting a chance to really look at, at John's micro-expressions, to me, yeah. that said, I think that he knows what he what he has to do he yeah go going back and watching it the second time you could Uh see the resignation on his face and that the things he was saying was he was saying to distance the boys from him because of the thing he had to do yeah um doesn't mean he was right in doing it because again if you go back to previous episodes it's like sam's just like why don't you just tell us what's going on yeah so his his intentions are correct his process isn't always the best for for dean and sam yeah yeah and it just and it just breaks their hearts like over and over and over again because they love him so much one in a worshiping way one in a you know i miss time with you so i want to you know make up for lost time in our in our lives and yeah you know recognize me for the individual person that i am and Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't cry then i cried when all three of them were in their moments together uh, mm. on screen in those moments i was like that's when i would tear up and not again not <laughs> weeping but i was just yeah. like 
the micro expressions that each of these performers gave were so telling. There was no questioning what those characters were feeling in those moments. And it didn't, it didn't hurt that like Kim Manners with his directing, he did a lot of like funky camera shots, not just yeah. the, you know, um, the 360 not just, things, not yeah. just the 360s and, you know, the, the imagery with Dean, but just like, even like when Dean was first getting out of bed and coming down the stairs, mm -hmm. the camera's all like crazy and turny. So yeah. you felt a little dizzy. So you yeah. knew that things weren't quite right anyway, right. just because you in the world of watching Dean was all off, off kilter. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. he did that throughout. And I thought that was really interesting. I also really loved, again, the choice of, of killing off their, their main um, motivation. It was dad in first season, like we got to go find dad, period. Even when they found dad, you know, somehow yep. they were still like looking and they for lost dad. dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and I, I do remember like reading a little interview about it and when I was researching something else, but they kind of did resign themselves to the fact that we have to get rid of him in order for the boys to move forward with things. Yep. He's now kind of an obstruction in their journey. Um, yep. and it, but I think they made that decision kind of early on in the first season. So it wasn't like a surprise to Jeffrey D. Morgan, you know, that he wasn't, I guess I'll, I guess I'll move on to the walking yeah, dead now. Right. Yeah. No kidding. Oh my God. But no, like the, the choice to, 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 to kill him in the season opener and not in the season finale. Finale. Yeah. Was like interesting you know it's just like oh my god you know yes. like that's yet another cliffhanger yeah it was it's so cool though because they introduce yellow eyes we see him and now he's a yeah. character yeah. and john goes away you know yeah. so there's there's this introduction of something new and mm -hmm. the you know destruction of, of of a loved character yeah a love-hated character Well done. Well done. I mean, if you weren't a fan of Supernatural before, this as a standalone episode was still really compelling. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Okay. So it's going to wrap it up for season two, episode one, our first episode back in many weeks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was like three hours long. <laughs> I um, missed you, Sammy. I had to talk to you. I know. I missed you too. I hope everyone else missed us. <laughs> as much as we missed each other um so anyway i hope that you enjoy this i hope that you subscribe and follow us on all of the things on twitter we are at salt and burn this on facebook and instagram we are at salt and burn this pod um interact with us we post some fun things sometimes um <laughs> most all the time. time most times at least every day um and yeah, leave us a rating. Please share us with friends and family that would like the show or at least would like us. That would be <laughs> nice. Um, and we will see you next week for Everybody Loves a Clown. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate clowns. <laughs> I don't oh, like no, clowns, clown but oh! I do, do not remember this episode at all. Oh, anything with clown has got to be bad. It's just going <laughs> to it's going to haunt me. Okay. Uh-huh. Great. All Great. Right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.